0: God bless you, woman of God. God bless you. Good morning. Blessings, greetings, and salutations to each and every one that is connected with us this morning. We greet you. We salute you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Are you ready? Are you ready to have an experience with God like never before? Come on, let's get ready to do that. I was all in the praise and the worship because our God is greater. I thank and praise God for everything that God has done thus far. I honor the Lord on this morning. I honor him with my life. I honor him, not just with the words that are coming out of my mouth, but with my life, the life that I live. I try to make sure that I honor the Lord. I honor Apostle Willie Talbert Amen. Great man of God. God knows he's been preaching up something these past few weeks. So, well, he always does. And we thank and We praise God and honor Pastor Stephen Tolbert. Amen. As well as all of our associate pastors and associate ministers of Yes Lord Ministries. And to all of you that are connected to us. Uh, pastors, apostles, bishops, those of you that are part of the five folk, regardless to what role you function in, in the body of Christ, I want you to know that I honor you. I honor you because how many know it's a teamwork that makes the dream work. And so we think, and we praise God, we're all part of the team. And that's what it's all about, regardless to whether you have a title or not, let's just be part of that team. And do what we're supposed to do and do our part. I'm excited about what God is doing. God is doing some awesome things. God has been speaking. There are some people that are acting as if God is not speaking, as if he doesn't know what's going on. But God knows everything that's going on. God is talking. He's speaking to us. And he's speaking to us clearly. He's sending out a clear message to us. And so we want to get into the word of God. This morning, God has instructed me that I am a messenger of encouragement to you. I'm a messenger of encouragement. God spoke to me and he even spoke to me again this morning to remind me that my people need to be encouraged and reminded that I still love them and that I still know who they are. And I know everything. They need to be reminded that, I did not change my mind. My promises are true. My promises are sure. And I am a fulfiller of those promises. I'm the maker of dreams. That's what God said to me. I'm the maker of dreams and I make dreams come true. And so let's go to the word Psalm 150, which is the last Psalm. Psalm 150, we're gonna look at Psalm 150 And as we read the word of God, I want you to read it with power and authority. Read it with power and authority, regardless to what version you have, what version you're reading, what translation. How many know that we're still on the same block? I want to read for you. I've got more than one version. I'm gonna read the King James version Then I'm going to read one of the other versions for you. Let's read together. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with string instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that half breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. This is from the King James Version. Let's read the Amplified Version. Praise the Lord. Praise God in the sanctuary. Praise him in the heavens of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to the abundance of his greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and single or group dance. Praise him with string and wind instruments or flutes. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath and every breath of life. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah. This is the word of God, and God's word is already blessed. I wanna talk to you from this subject, the power of praise, the power of praise. I want you to agree with me on several things. First of all, that God himself will be pleased, honored, and glorified. As a result of the obedience of his servant, and as a result of the word that shall come forth in your hearing, and that you, the people, will be encouraged, reminded, empowered, and edified, that the devil will be disappointed and horrified. Can you lift your hands and say with me, Lord, as your servant has decreed and declared, be it so in your name. Now come on and let's give him praise. Let's bless him, regardless to whether you're in your bedroom, in your living room, in your kitchen, no matter where you're at. If you're in your car, if you're in your car, pay attention to the road, but just let out a verbal praise unto the Lord. We give him all the glory, honor, and all the praise. And you know, it's interesting that God would give me this message because there have been many times and many things that we've experienced where it's kind of difficult to feel jubilant or feel like rejoicing. And so God reminds us that there are times that we may feel like taking pause or pushing the pause button, but the Lord, and here's the thing, God knows and he understands all. You know, there are some people that wanna make you feel like you're not human, but we're all human. But what God wants us to remember is don't forget to praise him because you know what? All of our hope, all of our trust is in him. Everything that we could possibly need is in him. He's the one that works the miracles. He's the one that can turn things around. He's the one that when it looks like it's impossible for things to work out, God does something supernatural and brings about a reversal, brings about a change so that things work out even when we didn't think or when it didn't look like they would work out. And so let's go to the message, shall we? The Hebrew title for this book, the Psalms, is Book of Praises. Does that surprise you? That's the Hebrew title for Psalms or for the Psalms, Book of Praises. The English title, however, was derived from the Greek word psalmoi, which means pious songs or music of string instruments. The first and the last of the Psalms, Psalm 1 and Psalm 150, both have the same number of verses, both are short and very memorable. Y'all remember the first Psalm, don't you? You know, blessed is the man that walks not in the council of the, y'all know it, okay. (laughs) But the scope of them is very different and you need to pay attention to that. In the studying of the word of God, pay attention to what the passages of scripture that you're reading and that you're studying is all about. Go do some, dig and do some research and some, some historical searches. Be careful about the information and the materials. You have to discern what's sound and what's balanced and what's just a figment of somebody's imagination. Am I talking right? I know I am. So the first Psalm is an elaborate instruction in our duty. In other words, the first Psalm, Psalm one, tells us about our conduct and how we're supposed to conduct ourselves. And this conduct prepares us for the comforts of the devotion. It it prepares us for what's to come. It prepares us for a relationship with God. It prepares us for uh, the things that God will do in our lives and for the things that we will experience in right relationship. I said right relationship with him. And so we need to understand and realize that the Psalms were written by more than one author. But it's interesting because the Psalmist usually always revert to praising God or to looking to God. If you, if you study the Psalms, The Psalms deals with different situations in your life or in the lives of the people in that day that it was written, deals with the emotional, deals with all of the things, just like we deal with different things from day to day. The psalmist deals with that and then tells you where to look for the solution. And so the psalmist had been himself full of the praises of God. Here in Psalm 150, again and again, he calls for praise the Lord. Praise him, praise him, no less than 13 times in these six short verses. And we look and we see what we're supposed to praise God for. We look and we understand and we realize how we're supposed to praise God. And we also look at who should be praising God. It's interesting because says, let everything, everybody ought to praise him. We have so much to praise God for. There's great power in giving honor to him. And many of us live that truth out every single day of our lives. The Bible is filled with examples of praise. When we see his power released, life-changing miracles, dramatic stories of the enemy being halted or defeated, hearts being changed and people being drawn closer to him. Have you experienced any life-changing miracles? Have you, look, look, in the midst of all the adversity that we've experienced, I can attest, I can personally testify that even in the midst where it looked like everything had fallen apart, but God, I remember God it was as if he picked me up from the the ruins of the situation, from all of the chaotic stuff and put me in a place where he could show off, where he could show me nothing was too hard for him. Nothing could stop him. Have you ever experienced that? Where God changes and works miracles there are things that God has done I'm still testifying of them today. He did it years ago, I'm testifying of it. But it's it's here's the exciting part. I don't have to just reach back years ago and grab an example. I can tell you last week. I can tell you yesterday what God did for me. Miracles that he's worked for me. It all is about being in right relationship so that you can begin to experience. There are things we're supposed to experience as God's people on a regular basis. There are times that when we cry out to God, we expect an answer. We expect a response. Look, don't be crying out to him like, oh, I know he's not going to hear me. Yes, he will when you belong to him. God hears our cry. He hears, he hears us when we call. Reality, reality. Let's do a reality check, shall we? Daily struggles of of constant life demands. Often try to crowd out our praise to God. Oh, can I get a witness? Can somebody say truth, truth? Daily, things that we go through daily, uh. uh, work situations, family situations, our own situations. There are times that those demands try to crowd out our praise, try to get us distracted so we won't praise, so we can't praise, so we don't feel like praising. Anybody ever felt like that? Look, when we were in person, even on virtual church, we might check the worship box. And somehow think that we're good for the rest of the week. But we can't just check that box one day. So whether your Sabbath is Saturday or Sunday, you can't just check that box on that day and think you're okay. Here's the thing. All the while, we sing words, we listen to music and we're driving with our praise and worship music or our our messages, sermons that we're listening to, what we have to do is we have to make sure that we always remember to give God glory, to give him praise, why? Because he's worthy, I say it so often, he's worthy of the praise. And so as we look here, there is power in our acknowledgement that God is worthy. Above all else, there is power in our acknowledgement. Do you know what what our praise is to God? Our praise to God is a gift to him. Our praise to God, listen, we, we know about praise and worship, but there's a difference. Today, I'm talking about praise. Our praise is a gift to God, especially when we praise him regardless to what's going on in our lives, regardless to the circumstances, regardless to the situation, we can yet give him praise. His spirit urges us on to press in closer to him. It doesn't matter how good or not so good we feel. It doesn't matter how good we think we can sing, whether we can sing or not. <laughs> Listen, there's some of us that may not cut Uh, a CD. What are they calling it now? I don't even know if they're calling it a CD, but whatever it is, there's some of us, we may not. Maybe the world or maybe people would say, no, you don't sound that good. But guess what? We sound good to God when we're giving him glory. Even in our singing, we sound good to God. Whether you can carry a tune or not, we sound good to God because it is music to his ears. You got to remember something. God created us for himself. Come on, search scripture. You will find, that's why the enemy is so jealous of us because God created us to be in relationship with him, to, to worship with and to fellowship with him, to commune with him, to talk to him on a regular basis. You talk to God, God answers you back. Or you just, you're just talking to God. You're you're letting God know how you feel or, or you're consulting him. We go, or you're telling him how much you love him, how much you appreciate him. There are times that it's just normal for this to come out of my mouth. Lord, I love you. God, I give you praise. God, I love you. It's just normal for that to come out my mouth every day. I can be doing something and I'll just think about it. Lord, I love you. God, I give you praise. God, I thank you. Why? Because I can remember a time when I didn't know if I was gonna make it this far. And I'm here. Do y'all hear me? We're here. We're here to give him glory. We're here to give him praise. We're here to magnify him. Our hearts must be in tune with our creator and our king. Listen to what the power of praise can do. The power of praise gets our focus off ourselves and back on God. Y'all know we live in a selfie world. We live in a selfie world. Every time you look, somebody's taking a selfie. Somebody's posting it on Facebook. I guess Instagram. I don't have an Instagram account, but they're posting it wherever they can. Selfies. Sometimes they're just looking at the camera, taking pictures and posting them just cause they feel like it. Listen, not mad at you, but guess what? It's not all about us, it's not. As much as there's some people that think everything revolves around them and everything should be about, it's not all about us. Everything does not revolve around us. We may know that in our heads, but yet our hearts think differently so often. We're prone to selfishness. Listen, God desires that our eyes be set firmly on him because that's where our true hope, our true deliverance, our true breakthrough, listen, that's where it is found. He is worthy of the praise no matter what we face from day to day. And you know, Psalm 150 and verse two says, praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Then Psalm 35 and 28 said, And my tongue shall speak of your righteousness and of your praise. When? All the day long. The second thing that praise does is it brings us to a place of humility. We remember our dependency on God as we acknowledge our need for him listen, I tell God all the time, God, I can't do anything without you. I need you more than I've ever needed you before. I need you, God. I need you. God, it's in you that I live, that I move, that I breathe. My life is in your hands, God. It's all about you and I totally lean and depend upon you. God, I cling to you. And so we've got to have that kind of mind. We've got to think of God that way. As we praise him, we admit and we recognize that we're not the ones in control. God is in control. Y'all remember that song? You know, we sing a lot of good songs, but do you understand what you're singing? Is it truth? God is in control. He is above all. Psalm 95. Verses two and three says, let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. And then the, there's another verse that says, I will give you thanks in the congregation. I will praise you among much people. Psalm 35, 18. The third thing that praise does is The power of praise, praise to God, makes the enemy flee. Y'all remember that? If you submit yourselves to God, resist the enemy, and he will flee. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? Submit to him. You got to submit to him first. And here's the thing. Praise pushes back that darkness that surrounds and blocks the attacks and the hissing that lies over us evil will not overtake us if we're praising God. God is the one that fights our battles for us. Y'all remember 2 Chronicles 20. That's one of the best examples of the power of praise. The scripture talks about how the enemies, matter of fact, there was a group coming together to come against Jehoshaphat and the people. Y'all remember the story? And when Jehoshaphat got the news, the people were afraid. The people were worried. Jehoshaphat told the people, we gonna fast and we gonna pray. Y'all know this is a season of fasting. We gonna fast and we gonna pray. And as they began to come before the Lord, God gave them instructions. And what was the instruction? They needed to sing and praise. Somebody say praise, the power of praise. And as, verse 22 says this in 2 Chronicles 20. As they began to sing and what? Praise, the Lord set ambushments against, what? Ambushments, do y'all know what an ambush is? An ambush is a surprise attack. Y'all hear that? God will do a surprise attack against your enemy. It doesn't matter who the enemy is. God is greater. Just sing the song, our God is greater. Surprise, that's what an ambush is, surprise attack. It's someone or something lying in wait in a concealed position. Surprise attack. In other words, they're hidden. They don't know they're there. It's a surprise attack and all of a sudden they're on them. And that's what God did. Here's the thing. It was like friendly fire because they were all attacking each other. Can you give God some praise? Can you give him praise? They were attacking each other. Because if you keep reading the scripture, you will find that they began to attack each other until nobody, the scripture says nobody was left. Here they came to defeat God's people. God's people didn't even have to draw a sword, didn't have to get any kind of weapon. You didn't listen, they didn't have to grease their face up with Vaseline. They didn't have to do none of that stuff. They didn't have to tie, the women didn't have to tie their hair back to make sure nobody pulled it. The men didn't have to get any oozies or any, what a mighty God. That's the power of praise. Isn't that a perfect example of the power of praise? Praise leaves no room. This is the number four for complaining and negativity. Sometimes even with our prayers, or even within our prayers as we're praying, we can tend to complain about our problems. God knows. He already knows everything. And he cares about everything that concerns us. The scripture says, he will perfect that which concerns you. But through praise, we're focused on him. When we go to God and praise, there are times I'll get down to pray and I focus on praising God for that particular time instead of asking him for things. You see, I've already asked him. I've already put things before him, even on behalf of other people. And so there are times I'll get down and I'll begin to thank him in advance to praise him in advance. Well, I already asked you, God. So now I'm here to give you praise and to thank you in advance. And one by one, I get praise reports. God did this. God, thank you for your prayers. God turned it around. God worked this out. God did, huh? The power of praise. We're reminded of what he's already done. His resume already exists. We already know what he's capable of. We already know his power. Don't we know it? And so we need to understand and realize that when we're coming to him, to praise him, no complaining. Let's praise him. Psalm 138 and 8 says, The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endure forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. That's one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. He will perfect that. And then you know what? There are times that well, we'll get into the different types of praise because. Their sacrifice of praise, the praise where you push through in order to get your praise out. Look, Psalm 104 says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all our iniquity, heals all our diseases. I've seen God work miracles where the doctor said there's nothing more I can do. That was 20-something years ago, and the person is still here, giving God praise. We need to enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and we need to enter his courts with praise. Number five is praise makes room for God's blessings over our lives. He will not hold back his goodness. Praise opens the gateway of blessing as we come into the presence of our King, let me hurry on here. Y'all know Jeremiah 29 and 11 is good. It connects with this. I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you. They are thoughts of, of good and not evil to bring you to the desired outcome. Different translations say different things. But the bottom line is God has the best in store for us. That's why we've got to enter into his gates with Thanksgiving, Psalm 104. Listen, not only that, But he invites, praise invites his presence in. That's number six. Praise invites his presence. God dwells close to us when we praise him. He lives there. He resides. Y'all remember the old, the saints used to say he inhabits the praises of his people. What does the word inhabit mean? It means that he lives in our praise. He resides in our praise. For that moment, for that time that we're praising him, God is in it. He looks for our praise. He inhabits Psalm 22 and three, the praises of his people. Listen, we are different. We're peculiar people. We're not strange. We're strange to some people, but we are a chosen generation. First Peter two and nine, we're Royal priesthood. We're a holy nation. Listen, And as such, we ought to show forth, according to that scripture, the praises of him who has called us out of darkness into the marvelous light. Can I help you out? He called us out. Don't keep going back in. Don't keep making those bad decisions and going back in. Number seven, our spirits are refreshed and renewed in his presence. We're strengthened by his peace and refueled by his joy. Through a heart of praise, we realize that God doesn't just change our situations and work through our problems. He changes our hearts. Psalm 16 and 11 says, in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And y'all know the rest, come on, at his presence. At his, there's, listen, because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. Psalm 63, verses three to four. Number eight, praise paves the way. Y'all need to hear this, for God's power to be displayed and for miracles to happen. You know, I love it when God works a miracle and he allows other people to see him when he's working a miracle for you. Other people watching. Do you know that there are people who rejoice when you're going through rough stuff? Isn't that horrible? I rejoice with those that do rejoice. And folks that's going through rough things, I pray for them that God will work it out for them. It doesn't make me happy to see people going through, but there are are people who are happy when you're going through because they feel like you've been blessed enough already. You don't deserve anymore. Do you know that there are people like that who think that they have a right Oh, but I give God glory because I'm so grateful that God didn't have a conference call. God didn't invite anybody else in the boardroom to help make the decision. (laughs) He made the decision. God decided that you were gonna be blessed regardless to what anybody else thought. Can you give him praise for that? Can you give him praise knowing that he'll work it out for you, no matter who thinks you deserve for it to be worked out or not? People's lives are affected and changed. Y'all remember the scripture in Acts 16, where at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And see, they were praising God. And the scripture says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were, that's the God we serve y'all. The foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bonds were unfastened. Y'all need to understand, God still has power. Even in today, he has power. So we've got a choice. We've got a choice. And we need to understand, we need to make the right choice. It's interesting because what you need to understand is that praise is not just a good song, a good upbeat song. Praise is not just you singing and clapping your hands. Understand that praise is also a tool. Praise is
1: also a weapon. Complete Deliverance, Finding and Keeping Total Victory for Your Life by Apostle Willie Talbert. Learn how to get delivered and stay delivered. God's Word shows us how to live in total victory. Live each day as a believer who is experiencing total victory and walking in complete deliverance. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. Changing of the Guards, Understanding Who Rules You by Dr. Mamie S. Talbert. Wake up and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Learn to pray until a change has taken place in the spiritual realm. Don't allow the wrong kinds of thoughts to thrive. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. Text giving. Text GIVE to 1-844-948-3895. Givelify. Search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kenilworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Cash app. Dollar sign Yes Lord M. Mail checks or money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, P.O. Box 425, Union, New Jersey, 07083. You're invited to our Sunday morning virtual worship experience at 8.30 a.m. Every Sunday night at 6.30 p.m., join us for our Sunday night Ignite service. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m., join us for corporate prayer. Our call-in number is 716-427-1096. And the access code is 172268-POUND. Every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m., join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we dive into the Word of God. Subscribe to our podcast, YLM Sermon of the Week, on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. On behalf of Apostle Willie Talbert, Dr. Mamie S. Talbert, and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.